You're listening to the Small Biz Ahead podcast, brought to you by The Hartford. This is Gene Martz, and welcome to this week's edition of the Small Biz Ahead podcast. Just a little little bit of advice from me in particular. And uh, today's topic I want to talk about is real estate. In fact, if you're looking for renting or leasing commercial real estate, now is not a bad time to do it. Now, you know, I, you know I've heard all those stories, and I know you're reading the same thing about everybody working from home, and uh, you know, you know, it's going to have an impact on office rents, and uh, also an impact on on retail stores, and you know, to some to some extent that is true. But I, I have to report to you that in many areas of the country, you know, the real estate market remains pretty darn hot, and there, there's some reasons behind that. You know, the the larger e-commerce manufacturer, the the, the providers like um, Amazon and Walmart and Target and uh, others like them, they have been snapping up warehouse space at a pretty uh, at a pretty high amount. That has kept the real estate market going for commercial space. Um, you know, you know, pretty pretty competitive again in most parts of the country. Retail is also the same thing, you know, as retail has been recovering right now. I mean, a lot of the place I'm, I'm talking to you right now from Philadelphia, Center City, Philadelphia looks great. It, you know, it's there. It's pretty much wide open right now. Most of the stores have reopened and that has been a real recovery in the real estate market for retail um, and even offices, just general corporate offices. There was this thought that like, you know, a lot of companies would be reducing their square footage. And again, to some extent, that is true. But a lot of other companies are changing the makeup of their offices because it seems that, you know, if they are going to have people come into the office, even if more working from home, rather than having those open plan environments, you know, where you were like sitting across a table from from your workmate who was eating their tuna sandwich and sneezing all over you. Now we're kind of going back to the days where there were more cubicles. And there's more distance and space between workers, which means that even though we have less workers coming into work, a lot of the uh, corporations that are leasing office space are saying, well, we can't reduce the square footage of our office space because we really, you know, we need the space because we're we're separating out more the workers that are coming in. All this stuff is having an impact on the real estate market. And you would be surprised. It's pretty, pretty, you know, competitive, more competitive than than you think it is here in the Philadelphia area. I mean, I talked to some, you know, to, to some real estate agents and they said like man you know demand for uh your know, offices in anywhere from five to ten thousand square feet is according to one very very hot uh one guy told me they have significantly more demand than supply um you know customers are paying record pricing so you know so it's out there so the bottom line is this what if you're running a business, you are looking to have a, you know, an office space, you're looking to you know, rent either for your retail store, for an office, or just commercially? What do you do? You know, what, what are some thoughts? Well, I talked to some real estate agents, and I want to share with you some thoughts on, you know, on renting commercial space, okay? So for starters, if you're going to rent commercial property, again, regardless for the use, you know, you, you have to be aware that your landlord is going to be looking for tenants that have a good financial track record. Um, you know, they want to make sure that if they're going to be committing to a five-year lease, that you're going to be around for five years. So don't be surprised if before, you know, you know, they consider you, they start asking you for some information. It is very common for, you know, landlords to be asking for, uh, you know, tax returns, financial statements, bank records, doing credit checks as well. 
all those things are, you know, are, are, are commonplace. So don't be affronted. Uh, don't think like, oh, I don't want to share this information. You know, I mean, the bottom line is, is that, you know, leasing agents are particularly, you know, they like businesses that are motivated because they need the location and the space to accommodate a new contract, a, a recent acquisition or their business growth. You know, they, they just don't want to take any undue risks. So just be aware. You are a good candidate to rent space if one, you've got good financials and you're willing to share as much financial information as possible with your with your leasing agent. And number two, you're a motivated person. In other words, you need the space. They like to hear that. You just got that new contract. You bought a company. You your 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 business is growing. Landlords like to hear that stuff. So if you've got those two things, you can go in in a fairly good negotiating position um, to work with landlords. By the way, it's not like uh, commercial agents, you know, you know, don't work with startups if you happen to be a startup. But I, the, the reality is that they're looking for places that, you know, have a financial history and uh, ways that they can change, you know, prove that, you know, a business has it's just more credit worthy, you know. Now. If you're in retail, you need to be aware of something else because the world has changed significantly for small retailers that are looking to lease space. Many landlords now lean towards like more experience type businesses, you know, where what's offered can't be purchased online. You know, I mean, you know, if you watch, I don't know if you've ever watched like uh, uh, The Adventures of Mrs. Maisel, you know, on, on Amazon and, you know, it takes, it's like a comedian, a female comedian in the late fifties, early sixties in New York City. And you see these scenes where she's walking down the street and, and, you know, there's dress shops and shoe shops and, you know, all that kind of stuff. New York doesn't look like that anymore. I mean, dresses, shoes, clothing, you know, all that stuff. Pretty much that stuff can be bought online and can be bought competitively. If you're selling those kinds of products, landlords are less inclined to lease space to you because they're concerned that you're just going to be beat out by some you know, e-commerce site and that you, know, you might not have as long a term of potential as you might think. Those landlords are looking for experience type businesses. They're looking to, to lease out space to retail shops that, that, that offer things that can't be purchased online. So, you know, that's why we see like so many yogurt shops and cafes and restaurants and workout places, you know, in these different shopping distances. I mean, a lot of malls which are really having a hard time, you know, you know, with, with, you know, in this whole transition to e-commerce, they're now renting out space to gyms and fitness centers and even to like offices as well, or, or governments or schools, because uh, they're looking for services and experiential places. That's what they're really looking for rather than people selling shoes or clothes, you know? Now, again, if you're in retail and regardless of what you're selling, most landlords will want to see how you plan to pay your rent over the longer term, okay? Again, this gets back to that financial issue. And, you know, to do that, they're going to need to be comfortable with the numbers. So, you know, they're, you know, good realtors are going to insist that, you know, customers do their best to understand what they can afford and take the time to project out their sales and costs, you know, good realtors that, you know, they dig deep into a potential tenants business model. You know, one realtor, the realtor said to me that like, if you're going to go deep into like a, you're looking for like a, a high traffic area. He often, you know, analyzes the numbers with his potential tenant, um, looks at what they're selling and what the products are and what they need to sell and at what price to cover rent. And he often says that he makes, you know, you know other recommendations saying like, you know, I don't know if you're going to have the volume for this area. Why don't you leave space in this other area, which might be less, and therefore you'll have less of a nut to cover um, if you do that. So, 
you know, you just have to be aware that, you know, it is, you know, sometimes high tra- foot traffic area and the high rents of, you know, connected to them may not be your best, all, you know, best option. You know, I, I talked about financial projections, but, you know, you know, landlords, most of them, they, they want commitments. So they're going to require you to make like a minimum five year commitment. And if you're going to sign on to a lease, you can expect that there will be annual increases. I mean, anywhere from three to 5%, particularly in these inflationary times, you know, so you can negotiate things like, you know, construction costs and retrofitting and things like that. But, you know, again, right now it's a hot market, you know, in most, in most markets around the country. And these are things that landlords are, you know, they're, they're going to negotiate hard for, you know, the other thing is, you want to be transparent with a potential landlord, okay? That's what they're really looking for. I mean, they're taking the long-term risk along with you, you know? They want to work with you and make sure that you've got a, a revenue stream that's going to cover your costs and, you know, cover your rent and, and generate profits, you know? So, you know, I just you know, I just want you to be aware that it's a it, it's a dual effort. It's not, you know, you, you, it's not combative and it's not like your landlord is the enemy. They want you to succeed. They want you to continue leasing for a long time. But you're gonna have to share information, be transparent, and 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 dig into the numbers directly with each other. One final thing to note before I uh, before I sign off here: a lot of landlords that I talk to, a lot of the uh, people that are in the commercial real estate business, they were pushing getting like um, representatives, independent representatives. A lot of these real estate firms nowadays offer services where you can pay by the hour. Um, a lot of times the landlords will pay the, the, the agents by the hour, but you can just have an independent agent represent you. The agent doesn't lease you any space. But they advise you, you know, they look, they, they, they help you determine the best location. They help you research the best rates. They even help you negotiate and finalize a contract with, you know, the, the, the actual agent that's brokering the property. You know, I mean, you know, if you have a tenant representative, somebody that's experienced in the industry, they can work alongside you and help you negotiate the best deal possible. I mean, listen, you're not an expert at doing deals, right? And doing leases. It's not something that you probably normally do. So why not spend a little bit extra? And by the way, sometimes the landlords will pay for this, but why not spend a little bit extra and, and, and have a leasing representative, a representing just representing you that's objective, that doesn't have another agenda, and they can guide you through the whole process and, and, and point you towards the right places. So those are my thoughts on commercial leasing. It's a hot market right now in most areas of the country. You know, the warehouse space, the office space, even, you know, uh, you know, you know, manufacturing, all of it still very much in demand, even with all these people working from home, real estate's doing okay. You got to be transparent. If you're in retail, don't think if you're just selling regular, you know, products like shoes and clothes, that's going to be attractive to a landlord. It's probably not. Uh, so you got to be in the experience business regardless of what you are looking to what looking to rent you're going to share your financial information you've got to prove to your prospective landlord that you're going to be able to pay the rent over the next 5 years so you're going to literally have to show what you expect to sell what you've been selling what your margins are how that's going to cover the rent and your overhead and still generate profits from you these guys are partners for you okay they're not adversaries you've got to go into the relationship that way all right well those are my thoughts on commercial leasing. I hope that helps. You've been listening to Gene Marks. Uh, you know, I, this is the Hartford Small Biz Ahead podcast. If you want more tips and advice and help running your business, please visit us at smallbizahead.com or sba.thehartford.com. Again, thanks for listening. I will be back next week with some more thoughts on another topic that I hope will impact your business. We will see you then. Take care. Take care.